Kia ora, I'm Jill. And I'm John. And you're joining Youth Office Yarns. A podcast to help bring hope and purpose during this uncertain time. We believe in the simple truth that God loves you, Jesus gave his life to save you, and he lives by your side. Each week we talk to people from around the Diocese of Hamilton and see how encountering this truth has changed their lives. Well, welcome everyone. Um, Today we are joined by the lovely Monique and Christian De Vega. Um, Yeah. Say hi, guys. Hey, Joe. How's it going? (laughs) How's it going? Good. Monique and Christian are out in the Pies Pa area, so Bay of Plenty. Pies Pa. So they're newly married, kind of ish, as newly married as I am. (laughs) New parents, exciting things. Yeah, if you guys want to share a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, so my name is Christian. Just um, grew up in a family of five, mum, dad, and two other brothers. I am the middle child. Nice. Um, so fun times. Cool. Um, I pretty much am in the tourism industry, which is great around this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> So much tourism yeah. right now. <laughs> um, I am currently an operations supervisor over at Hobbiton. Oh, actually. Yes. It's a fun time. <laughs> I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah, there, there we go. Right. So, yeah, if you, so if you ever want to come over. There I just go, started John's reading yeah. the rings. That's insane. Oh, there we oh. go, man. I've been talking with all my friends from like Australia that we need to like go over to Hobbiton. That's so awesome. As soon as the doors open. Um and I'm Monique and um I have four brothers, so I'm the only girl, which has been an interesting upbringing. <laughs> um, yes. Great one, no great one. Where do you rank um, like, and... in age? Are you Um so I am the second youngest. Oh, okay. So three older brothers wow. and one youngest. Um, and I'm a full... It's like my perfect setup if I were to have huh. five kids. <laughs> really? <laughs> your your poor yeah. daughter. Because, <laughs> you know, you have, like, the older brothers to, like, protect yeah. the yeah. daughter. Yeah, no, definitely, the definitely. Ones, That's so, just, like, like, my family. My little sister, she's the youngest of six and all, all, all the brothers. Oh, no way. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm yeah, full-time mum, and... I have my own little floristry business on the side that I do weddings for. Awesome. Shauna in the youth office, like, her dream is to be a florist. <laughs> oh, real? Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, she's like, I just... Yeah, and she, like, loves that stuff all the time. That's so, probably wonderful. Yeah. How'd you get into, like... How did you get into that? Well, it was something, I don't know, it was real random. I think in high school, I just felt like I wanted to play around with flowers. And so I just mm. went into a florist one day. Um, I think I was on like year 12. And I was like, oh, can I just get some work experience? You don't have to pay me. I just want to learn how to put flowers together. And I'm like, yep, sure. <laughs> so that was me. And then I moved to Hamilton. That's amazing. And studied, studied it over there. So. Wow. Um, and then that was a year's course. Started to sort of do my own, um, yeah, freelancing business, and then just little bits and pieces of like crafts on the side, making earrings and oh. bits and pieces like that. So nice. Yeah. 
I didn't know until like not that long ago that there was like a school for forestry. Oh, really? Like, Hamilton there's, like you can study. Oh yeah, it. and the um the campus is literally the Hamilton Gardens, which is amazing. No way. English yeah, is... yeah. Okay. yeah. Man, that's so cool. <laughs> I've got like a little classroom. It's like hidden in there. You guys got the coolest flipping <laughs> so jobs cool. ever. Why do you wear so hot? That is so cool. So do you do like fresh and like dried arrangements and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, both. Because I know yeah. like dried flowers are like a new, it's, like, yeah, it's cool a new kind of thing. Yeah, because I've been trying to incorporate like um, the earrings and the what was it? The earrings that I do that macrame, so it's little craft work, and then I've been adding flowers to that to sort of just tie them in together. And, yeah, that's what I can out of both, I guess. That's so cool. We could just make this. Yeah, I'd rather say just make the podcast about selling. <laughs> just drive up sales. Sorry, Jesus, we got <laughs> off topic on flowers. Um, yeah, well, no, it was actually Saint Therese that inspired my little flourishy business because it's called um, the Little Flower oh. after Saint Therese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's so cool. Um, She's such a like hard hitter saint. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's, she's so amazing. Cool. What, a, what a good turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Back on, back on track. <laughs> yeah, so how's quarantine going for you guys? Like, it's it's interesting. Like, it's it's definitely well, like what Monique was saying. She, you know, it's almost the norm. <laughs> living in lockdown. I love my life in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, li- like working almost. 10, 12 hours of the day. And then, of course, being in lockdown hours has been really interesting. I think it's been the biggest change for you know, yeah. Christian because yeah. he's at work, you know, during the day and, and he's quite a people person. So, <laughs> whereas I'm an introvert, so I'm quite happy in, yeah. you know, our immediate company and quite comfortable there. So he's like, get me out. <laughs> i got to say, though, I have grown a big appreciation for what Monique does as a mum, <laughs> I have to say, down to just changing diapers and all of those little things. It's been a fun time. <laughs> so are you working, like, at all? Yeah, uh, I'm working from home right now, and then um, as we gradually get out of lockdown, eventually go back to Hobbiton, pretty much revamping the movie set again yeah yeah definitely because hopefully by the time this airs because this should air like next week um so hopefully by the time this airs we'll know what's coming yeah Yeah. cross cross our fingers yeah waiting for announcements every day almost (laughs) but i think that's a big thing like with being in lockdown um for myself it's just been real interesting seeing the way like the Lord's teaching us to be in the present moment and to not make so many plans for the future in that sense because, Mm. you know, as humans, we love to plan and we love to think we know what we're going to (laughs) do or seem to have it all in order. And and like, yeah, pretty much overnight, we just have to be reminded that we're not actually the ones completely in control that God is. And he's, yeah, got this plan there. At the moment, we're like, what are you doing? But mm. who knows ultimately, and I think that's the yeah, most important thing is living each day as each day, living in the present moment and just making plans for those just moments and going step by step because, yeah, everything else is so uncertain. 
everything back into reality and yeah. I feel that man I'm finding it so hard mm. in isolation I just want to get out there and yeah. start doing stuff again yeah, yeah definitely especially hard. because you guys you know came over to do that kind yeah. of stuff it's put yeah. a big halt on everything yeah it has a bit so. that's alright he knows what he's doing yeah 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 <laughs> she'll be right um, definitely yeah. something I want to ask is um, you guys are relatively newly married and you're new parents how has that sort of like changed or like developed your relationship with God has it like been a bit more difficult to connect with God because you're a bit more busy or maybe it's strengthened um our patience and sacrifices a lot of sacrifices had to be made putting the other person ahead of you you know especially Mm. when you've got a baby you know Mm. they ultimately come first and so it's kind of like in a way you're dying to self because the things that you might want to do or um like yeah. the big difference is like we as a couple tend to go out a lot and mm-hmm. hang out with quite a few people but again going back to making those sacrifices we've had to cut back on hanging out with other people or mm-hmm. going out so that we can have us time yeah, it's a huge <laughs> tell with the baby. huge change overnight and you, yeah but it has been super rewarding as well yeah yeah, it's been a major blessing. Definitely, but that's the thing. It's been very testing, but that's made everything, um, like our marriage, and stronger because we've been forced to work together as a team, and um, you know, forced Fine. to work it out and yeah. come out of it stronger and closer and more faithful, and you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Has <laughs> like, I guess we always like use that kind of example or whatnot like always talk especially like in ministry about god as like father and Mm. um our relationship as like children has that like how has been being parents like kind of has it affected the way that you like look at that relationship with god i think i think definitely it has drawn me into um more of an appreciation and um love especially for our lady um, and just being able to relate on that level of motherhood, you know, and kind of experience, yeah, motherly things firsthand and just, um, you know, whenever I'm struggling, I can reach out to her for her intercession and, mm-hmm. and know that she completely understands <laughs> and has been there and done that. And so I definitely on that side of things, yeah, taken, um, brought me really close to our lady and just, I guess, yeah, seeing the Lord and like a, a parent, parental figure and um, yeah. what about for you? Yeah, for me, um, like, you know, not having kids, I've never really had to have someone rely on me to live their life, pretty much. <laughs> but now, but now um, you know, with, with Ezekiel, and of course, like, having Monique here by my side, like, we've kind of almost grown together as a team and of course like you know like praying and relying on God as well for strength mm-hmm. and yeah. courage and just to keep us going has definitely grown for myself because um, I don't know before then that's never really been there <laughs> um, if that makes sense because yeah. I mean like 
with someone being reliant on, reliant on you now, it's almost become like a almost like a not a job. Did <laughs> <laughs> I say job? A vocation. That's the word. But yeah, it's the the faith and the the faith journey for myself has definitely grown so that I can offer it up to the Lord when I am struggling, when I am having these moments of, oh, what do I do now? I can offer it up to the Lord so that he can provide me strengths, provide me opportunities to get the family through, mm. in a way, as the father figure <laughs> in the family. <laughs> it kind of makes you reassess things too, because, mm. um, you know, as a couple, you... Well, first of all, you know, you start off with your own faith journey and then when you enter into a relationship, you, you become, in marriage, you become one. And so, um, and then when a child is brought into that and you're responsible for the faith of the child in that way, um, nurturing in those first, you know, years, it's, it makes you think, how are we, you know, going to teach our child this and um, how do we approach the faith um, and introduce it to them in it. In it yeah, so it's like that responsibility of um, taking that next step and um, kind of providing a pathway for them in, in a personal relationship with Jesus too and just, you know, bits and pieces like that. So it kind of makes you think of that as well. So. Yeah, I think it's especially, like, um, awesome to have you on because, I mean, I think our people that listen are kind of hopefully coming from all different backgrounds and stuff. But I think sometimes there is kind of that can be that feeling of like stay at home moms and like stuff like that, that might feel like, Oh, I'm just a stay at home mom or, you know, trying to find, I guess, um, yeah, find and bring in like the Lord into that, Mm -hmm. into that kind of vocation of staying at home. And I think just to hear you kind of share your, um, your perspective a little bit and your experiences can be really like encouraging for those people um to know like hey like even in the quiet like we're talking about saint therese right Mm -hmm. the little flower the little way like it's those things that like go and notice that nobody might you know see that is actually what's quite like purifying and makes you holy um is just being a mom and doing the day-to-day things and changing diapers and keeping the house clean. And, it's funny you say you know, that. Like doing all that. It's funny you say that because I've just started reading um, uh, St. Teresa's book again. And I was um, one thing in there that she does is um, with her little way, like every opportunity to make a sacrifice and offer it up. If she's struggling with something and she um, takes it as if it was like a, like a small flower and then offers it up. And so at the end of the day, it's like this, she offers this bouquet of flowers of mm-hmm. her sufferings up to, you know, Jesus. And I've been trying to put that in practice, you know, like, you know, sometimes when when he won't sleep and I'm like, I just want to have a nap or I just want to um, have some time for myself and just taking that moment and be like, oh, my goodness, I can offer a flower up here, you know, like that kind of mm-hmm. thing and putting it in that kind of visual, um, yeah, that kind of um, example is easy, yeah, able to see it that way that at the end of the day I have this bouquet of flowers that is my sufferings you know Mm. just offer that up to him and he can receive Mm. that and make something beautiful out of what I'm struggling with and 
yeah, like just, yeah, it's just a beautiful way of looking at it, especially as stay-at-home mums. Like um, their job isn't easy, but it's, it's definitely something that can be made so beautiful as well. Yeah, it's not easy and it's not like glamorous, no. <laughs> you know. Like it's not. But how like important it is, you know. Mm-hmm. When you think of, I think of like the Holy Family and like Our Lady, like you were talking about, and how that was likely what she spent her days doing as like Jesus was young, was just looking after, yeah. him, you know, while Joseph went and built, you know, things, whatever Joseph was building. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. What's funny is that Rob builds things, and that's why. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Uh, he just builds things. Right. Yeah, but it's important, like that intentionality in the little mm. things. Um, I remember I was in. Um, I went when I was studying abroad. I went to Medjugorje, and I got to stay with this family that owned like a retreat house for priests and religious mm. that got there, and so I had to stay there and basically to stay there as a lay person you just kind of volunteer and help out and um, serve the people that the priests and religious that are there and so one day we're like getting ready for dinner and I'm like was told to set the table so I'm like you know flying through setting the table because that's just how we're Mm -hmm. conditioned is just productivity and like getting things done efficiently and the lady was like basically told me she was like pick everything back up and then reset it she's like those little things that like we kind of speed through mm-hmm. like we need to offer them to the lord and like that's how like and so even the just yeah those little things i want to encourage whoever's maybe listening you know if you feel like all you're doing is staying home and cooking and you know cleaning and taking care of your flatmates mm-hmm. or your kids or whatnot like there's virtue in that and virtue to be had mm-hmm. in that um yeah so anything else John (laughs) (laughs) anything to add to that Um, cool so I saw I think the last time I got to see you guys was maybe at I think it was at the retreat that you guys were running for your youth group that you were doing Um, and yeah I guess I just wanted to share so every person that kind of comes on as a guest, we talk about like their personal relationship with Jesus and what that looks like kind of lived out in their home setting, but also their part in like the greater church and ministry. So I just kind of wanted to ask you about that and um, kind of your involvement with that and what made you want to be involved in that way, like where kind of that passion came from and yeah. I think um, for me especially, um, passion came from what I had experienced in my years as a teenager and um, coming to the youth group that we had um, provided for us and throughout those years that's what really formed and cemented my um, Catholic faith and also what brought me into a relationship with Jesus like a, um, a real personal relationship and so it was through that that um, I found my meaning you know and um, so for me, I wanted to take what I had learned and pass that on to the youth today, um, mm. especially seeing that, you know, the, the, the youth are um, the future of our church. And so, um, yeah, so that's where the passion, that passion came from for me was having experienced it myself and wanting to pass that on 
can give them the same, same sort of experience with the same sort of um, tools and resources that were given to me. Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, being Filipino and growing up in a your your typical Filipino family. <laughs> yeah, so you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, mum and dad were the, the driving force of, you know, the three boys going to church, you know, praying the rosary each night, which was a fun time. Um, but... <laughs> became a mumble session almost <laughs> you know just speed through the Hail Marys and Holy Marys got to that point but you know um it was great though like uh, looking back now well back then like I didn't see the appreciation of what mom and dad were doing um when we were doing the rosary or going to mass um each Sunday but then looking back now it's definitely built the foundation um, for my faith journey as a kid. But then, um, like, one pivotal moment, I guess, in my life was when I went over to the States um, a few years back, several years back now, um, when I went on the Disney College program uh, for the year over in Florida, and I spent a year there, um, happiest place on earth, and which it was, but at the same time, when I was there, I kind of stepped in a way, or stepped away from the church in a way. Um, didn't really go to mass then and like completely push it to the back of my mind. Um, but at the same time, I felt like something was missing, but I didn't know what it was. Um, mm. I mean, I was with Mickey Mouse and <laughs> all those guys over there <laughs> should be stoked as. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know what was going on. Um, but yeah, then left, got back home and obviously, um, started going back to church. Um, mum and dad started, you know, encouraging me to go back to church, which was a godsend because it hit me when I was in church one day and I was like, wow, like this is what I was missing. Like, this is what would have made me 100% happy when I was over in the States. Um, it was just being there with the Lord and being there at church, listening to the hymns, listening to the gospel readings, having that time to meditate on prayer, um, which I didn't have when I was over in Disney, which kind of sucked. <laughs> would have been the perfect experience, but at the same time, I guess, it was God sending me a message like, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, come back. <laughs> come back. This is not just being at Disney is going to make you happy. But, um, since then, though, um, it's definitely paved my faith journey and started off my own faith journey in a way, not just having to rely on my parents, but, hey, this is my my turn now to start my own pathway. Um, which was cool. And then that's when I met Monique. <laughs> and she gets me a line. And then the rest is history. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and yeah. here we are. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, I think I can I can relate to that a little bit. Like, both my parents were in ministry. Mm -hmm. Like, 
my mom works for a parish and stuff and I grew up like praying with my family pretty well like catechized and stuff like knowing a lot about Catholicism but never really taking it on enough. and I definitely had those moments of like things when I was like man I have like everything that the world says that I should have to be happy and like there's no reason for me not to be happy but something's just mm -hmm. missing and I think oftentimes I found like talking to people that that's like the movement that the Lord kind of uses to to call people back to yeah. is like that feeling of like unrest or like there, there's something lacking oh for um, sure is always that invitation to come back to him mm -hmm. and ultimately like obviously realizing that nothing else will satisfy you oh definitely um, we can... yeah we can always like try to find like and chase those feelings of like accomplishment mm -hmm. and feeling like we finally have it all you know but it's just gonna be a wild goose chase a oh, little for bit. Sure. Even Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. A wild mouse yeah. chase. <laughs> Can't do it. People are really into Disney, man. Oh, yeah. Like for real. People are like so hard out. The thing was I was never into Disney oh, no. before that. And then now I'm listening to Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You do know that this is going to be, like, publicly aired, Christian. For everybody to know that you listen to Frozen. Christian, you can cut that out. It's okay. I'll add him. Alex also sings random Disney songs. Oh, there we go. See? It's, it's like a... It's, it's one of those guilty... But he also has... Yeah, I was about to say. Okay. To Frozen. I got Ezekiel. <laughs> one day. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. Um, so John's been kind of quiet because John's audio cut out for a while. <laughs> His batteries have cut out for a little bit. <laughs> so it's all good. Um, we're making do. So I'm not just trying to dominate. <laughs> no, you're all good. Um. Monique, are you still um, helping out with the youth group? Well, I mean, obviously not, not right now. There's not really. So I finished up um, last September when um, Ezekiel was born. Yeah. And it's just been a whirlwind since then. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, it is something that I will always be passionate about and um, yeah, would love to be involved in. And, you know, just... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's even just because I was only doing it for uh, six months last year. Um, but even in that short time, it was just amazing to mm -hmm. see big, um, I guess, personal growth within each youth and mm -hmm. seeing, um, you know, like that, their fervor to bring their, their friends along, you know, getting excited to bring their friends along. And, mm -hmm. um, and just even just it was in terms of educating um you know, the Catholic teaching and faith and that kind of thing. Um, seeing it all make sense and things click and, you know, that kind of thing and just being convicted of the truth. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was really amazing. It was a really mm. cool experience. And so we would 
yeah. out, you know. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and like, toes in there. <laughs> at the same time, it was definitely a challenge at the start. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely a challenge at the start because, I mean, over here, um, the youth just wasn't so dominant. Yeah, not a lot. It was it was quite small and yeah. that kind of thing. And I think we just live yeah. in a um, society today that you know, doesn't need God. Well, they think yeah. that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And so, yeah, it was a real battle at the beginning. Well, yeah. even just throughout the whole thing, you know, it's, it's yeah. a constant battle. But um, seeing just the victories kept, and yeah. the small victories, the big victories. It was, yeah, just kept on hoping and praying because, I mean, started off small and then it just gradually... Uh, one of the kids would bring another one over and then another one and then another one which was like great to see but at the same time like, like you, fruit was yeah rewarding. seeing it grow was definitely because rewarding. you can kind of especially in a, in a role like that you can easily get discouraged you know by things like that um but it's both yeah holding on to those small victories and just mm. Knowing that there's a bigger picture and that he's gonna keep moving, you know, the whole spirit's gonna yeah. keep moving, and yeah. we will. Uh, yes, definitely. I mean, we can't make in. plans, can we? But <laughs> he knows what he's doing, so who knows? Yeah, don't make plans. We've already learned our lesson. Just come up with ten kids and make our own youth group. There you go. Right. <laughs> um, something I actually want to know is uh, during like lockdown. Has it sort of like strengthened your prayer life or is it, do you find it harder? I know, it's, it's, I think like just having that time, especially with Christian, because usually he's at work and mm -hmm. traveling, traveling to and from adds another hour or two to his day. And mm -hmm. so um, we've kind of made it a point to get into a bit of a routine at the beginning, beginning of lockdown. Mm -hmm. And so we'd go to online mass, you know, in the morning and that kind of thing. And, um, it's yeah, we've had much more, like, developed more of an appreciation and um, just, you know, doing bits and pieces like praise and worship and, mm. um, yeah, like the rosary together and divine mercy together and things like that. And I think, like, it's so easy to become um, complacent and, uh, I guess, in marriage too because you're around that person all the time and um, it's easy to get comfortable where you're at in your faith and where they're at in their faith, that you forget to encourage each other and you forget to challenge each other and, mm. and also be like accountable to each other. Um, and so throughout that time, I've been able to put that into practice, you know, like are we encouraging each other daily in our faith and are we challenging each other so that we can both... Um, like can we do more? Yeah, like what more can we do to sort of help each other out and not... Because it's, yeah, this is the biggest thing, I think it's quite easy to get complacent and just be like, oh yeah I'm doing my thing oh yeah he's doing his thing so we're all good kind of mm. thing and it's like no 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 <laughs> it's easier to just being stuck done. stuck on the phone really yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll admit I'm bad <laughs> for that but you know have, have someone that, that can rein me in <laughs> yeah but no it's definitely it's um yeah it's just changed so much uh, and even being at work like I I unintentionally get into the zone where I'm just doing my work and then not even think twice about, hey, what could I be doing to offer up my day for, you know, to God or what can I do to, you know, get get into conversation with Monique and maybe do like a quick prayer or something throughout the day. But instead, I'm like 
phoned in on doing work and I didn't I don't even think twice mm. about all of those kind of things but now being at home you have nothing but time which is which is but it's funny because once you experience like the beauty of something when life does mm. go back to normal um it will definitely encourage us to continue being yeah. that way because, a new challenge yeah. <laughs> because you know we've seen we've seen um i guess the effects mm. um the outcome you know like being able to work together mm. better as a team or being more patient with each other and um especially you know parenting together like stronger and that kind of thing so we've seen the positives and so i try when i want to try and yeah i can definitely like relate to that mm. like um finding those times like even here like at home with rob like trying to make that time mm. and um sometimes we're like we need to spend some time away from yeah <laughs> oh definitely <laughs> there are oh, definitely those times where I'm like okay like you can go I'll be in the room reading a book and you can go play your video yeah. games or whatever um, yes <laughs> um, or like hey you need to hop on and like play poker with the guys online or something yeah you know because all you've done with me like all you've done is socialize like yeah. <laughs> Stop the insanity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It's finding that balance, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I think that, like, so many times, like, I hear, because I work full-time for the churches, like, people saying, like, oh, like, if I, you know, had your job or whatnot, like, I, it would be so much easier for me to, like, make time and pray and, like, <laughs> do this or that. And, like... I just want to let people know that might be living with that idea that you don't have to, like, it's actually quite Absolutely. hard, even, like, working for the church, um, to have, like, a balanced mm-hmm. life of prayer. Yeah. And mostly, like, the struggle that comes from that is feeling like I've been doing ministry okay, all yeah. day, some days are long, mm-hmm. like, 12 hours, and like the last thing I like want to do when I come home is be like, okay, Lord, like let's sit down and have an hour yeah. of prayer yeah. time. Like, you know, been like I've been doing work for you all day. Yeah. Um, but also like making that distinguishment that like also doing ministry isn't, doesn't translate into your own spiritual life. Like that is not like my spiritual life is not what I do in ministry. Mm-hmm. Like that is certainly a part of it. Um, but if I'm not going and intentionally spending time, on my own with the Lord, mm-hmm. um, then I'm not really doing that great in ministry. Um, but yeah, like the the whole purpose of kind of this podcast is so people in normal, like everyday vocations, careers, lifestyles, like realize that they're like vital to the church and that relationship with the Lord and um, holiness is lived out differently in everybody's lives. Mm-hmm. So whether that's, you know, Felicity, who's a nurse, or you guys, like, young and married and have, like, a small kid, or me and John, who, you know, work in ministry. Mm-hmm. All those things are, are really different, but all vital to to the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I just want to say thank you guys for kind of sharing your, your heart and your home and your family with us. A thank, you. Bit. thank you. Thank <laughs> you, um, 
and yeah, just be encouraged in in your mission as a little family. The church needs you guys. <laughs> Same to you. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> nah, somebody else can come and do my job. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, so thanks. Um, yeah, hopefully we get to see each other soon. Yeah, yeah. hopefully level three isn't... pops in. The big announcement hopefully. is supposed to be today, isn't it? Of like when everything comes back. Today's the 17th. Well, I've literally lost track of time and days. I think it's supposed to be on the 20th. Yeah, oh, Monday. Right. Monday yeah. I got ahead of myself. We'll hold our breath until then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and as soon as everything opens back up, everybody go see Christian at Hobbiton. Yeah, oh, look at that. <laughs> yes. Just plug that in there. Right. Right. Take a nice little trip to Hobbiton. I'll be the first one there in the line. I'll be the yeah. first one. Oh, there we go, John. See you there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Thanks, oh, guys. Thank you, guys. Oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Have a good day. Have a good one. You too. <laughs> All, right. All right. God, God bless. bless.